Hello, Storm Freaks. It's Phil, and we've got the spectacular storm-chasing photographer Jim Tang in the studio. Daytime lighting isn't really that great. It's okay. It works. Um, but for really moody shots, there's a not-so-secret secret. And Brady's here with his What's Happening Next segment, as well as some new hashtag weather fools we'll share with you all on this episode, number 144 of the Stormfront Freaks. Going green. Greenage. Saddle now. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome everybody uh, to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, we want to shout out to our special Patreon members that help support the show. And uh, those that are even joining us live tonight, whether it's uh, here in the studio, we've got Dan and Angela with us. Uh, I know uh, tuning in in the chat is Curtis and Steve uh, also. But you can also join us as well. You just go to patreon.com slash Stormfront Freaks, and uh, you can be live with us in the chat or even on the show with one of our guests. Hey, the cool thing here is it's always happy hour. Uh, we, were, we were telling Jim earlier, hey, he asked, like, what did he need to prepare for? And I said, well, just bring a drink. That's really what you need to prepare. Uh, but we're, we're going to go around the horn and find out which co-hosts are on the show tonight and find out what they're drinking uh, so that you can kind of find out that we're pretty laid back uh, fun-loving bunch talking weather. So, MJ, I'm going to start up with you in Minnesota, our producer and Skywarn coordinator. What are you yeah, drinking? I, I disappoint tonight. I would hold it up and say it's pure vodka, but it's actually water tonight because <laughs> I just wasn't, wasn't just feeling it. it. Sorry. It's like the first, first time other than when I'm actually at my workplace and, and can't drink. But Right. Wow, raising the bar. All right, Dina, our meteorologist and weather producer with the Weather Channel. What are you drinking? I tried something new. It's called Truly. And it's a hard seltzer, ah. and it's the fruit punch, and I'm digging it because I've been buying all kinds of different ones, and I'm not really liking a lot of them. And this one's pretty good. It's hard to get good flavor out of those. That's it what is. I, I find. Yeah, yeah. It truly is great. My recommendation is high noon, though. If you haven't tried it, I think you should try it. Oh, you've, you've had it. Yeah, it's good. There's a couple yeah. I didn't like. They were too flat or something, but this one's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Brady, our, our atmospheric science degree major there from Ohio State, what are you drinking, buddy? I had a little red wine, a little prisoner red wine, although you might see my lips start to turn purple. That usually happens when I drink red wine. So hopefully <laughs> we can just keep my screen nice and small so no one will notice. Purple lips. You there got you a new go. nickname. All right, uh, oh, Serena, no. our former oh, meteorologist no. at the Mount Washington Observatory. What are you drinking? It's hard to follow purple lips. Um, I have <laughs> a beer from a uh, brewery actually in Lemonster, Mass. Uh, the brewery is called Storm Along. And it's called Ooh. Red Skies at Night. It's a cider. Wow. It's very wow. good. You and it's always find themed. the coolest you, stuff. You do. You do. That's pretty cool. So do you save the Like, Serena, do you save those or take pictures of those? Like, you want to put something in your background? That would be cool as images of all these weather-themed beer cans and bottles that you've had. That's a good point. I'm going to have to go out and buy everything I've drank so far. Again. <laughs> what do you, like, do you just find these online or where are you like, there's no way they're at the store, right? Sometimes this one I got at the, at a local like craft beer store. Otherwise okay. some of them I find online. So both okay. I save them just for the show. There you go. All right. Well, Serena, let's get to uh, get to our esteemed guest. 
Yeah, sounds good. So tonight we have Jim Tang joining us. He's a landscape photographer from San Francisco, California. And in 2014, he went on his first storm chase. And today he goes storm chasing a few times a year, mainly to the plains and tornado alley during the spring tornado season and to Arizona for the summer monsoon. So welcome, Jim. First question, what made you go on that very first storm chase in 2014? Yeah, it was uh, it was completely spontaneous. I knew there was a, a really nice trough, a really nice storm system ejecting out to the plains, and it looked like a multi-day potential tornado outbreak. So kind of like five days before it was supposed to happen, I booked a flight, I booked a rental car, and I just kind of went out there and just winged it. So what made you do that? Is have you is it something that you've always wanted to do? Have you had the interest in weather? What what made you click that buy my airline ticket now button? Yeah, uh, so I've always had an interest in weather. Um, I grew up uh, when I was young. I grew up in Texas, and we get storms all the time. And um, so I've always had an interest in weather. And yeah, I always never felt like I was supposed to, supposed to go storm chasing, but. Um, you know, in 2014, I, I had been employed for, you know, I was out of college for a few years and I decided, okay, well, I guess this is time. Let's just do it. Let's try out, see what happens, see if we like it or not. And, um, and I went and I loved it and the rest is history. So did you catch so a tornado? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dina. Oh, no, I'm just wondering, <laughs> like, how did you get the, like, how did you get yourself prepared? You know, I don't think you went to school for weather. So how do you, you know, are you getting, are you self-taught with models and, and weather maps and things like that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm pretty much all self-taught. Um, I used wow. to be on a bunch of weather forums and I'd read discussions from other people. I'd learn the ropes about, you know, what all these different parameters are, what to look for on the weather maps. And uh, so, yeah, everything is uh, basically self-taught on my end. Wow. If you to self if you self taught yourself calculus, I'm going to be a little pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take that oh, and differential no. equations and all that. But wow, yeah, it it's one of those things. I guess when you're you know what you're looking for, you know that's great. Did did you, so? Have you been in San Francisco your entire life, or where where did you start off, and how yes. have you gotten to where you are? Yeah, so uh, after after I lived in Texas, I moved to Las Vegas for half a year, and then I moved to San Diego for a few years, and then I moved uh, up to San Francisco for college, and then I have stayed here since then. So, so was it in Texas that basically you got kind of had the bug? Because it's hard to get exactly. that kind of weather bug in <laughs> California. There's exactly. No the irony is I went to uh, the exact city that has the least amount of weather in the entire country. <laughs> um, but exactly, Texas is where, where my love for weather grew up. I used to uh, draw weather maps for fun that involved Texas. Um, I, I don't know where it came from. It just kind of happened, and uh, it's blossomed since then. Hmm. How, yeah. how about the photography side of things? Where did that all when It's like chicken or the egg like what came first was it the storm chasing or the photography yep exactly uh, so photography came along when i was in middle school i think um my mom gave me kind of like you know back back in the day we had these you know one megapixel small little digital cameras so she gave me a digital camera to play around on the hike and i took some photos and they were great and <laughs> Or that's what I thought at the time, at least. <laughs> um, 
and and you know my my love for photography grew from there. So so in some way, in many ways, uh, my love for weather and my love for photography grew independently. And then when I started storm chasing, those two kind of merged together. How how big was that first digital camera? <laughs> it was it was like a small little. I can't even. I don't. I don't know my measurements, but it's it was, pretty it was small, small. But it was thing. small. I, yeah. exactly. I have to laugh because back in my day, we had Polaroids and film you had to send in to get developed. So. No, well, yeah, I was back when say, like, you had to like, click the button, right, MJ? And then like, you know, right. very smile. Right. I, I was going to say this, MJ, do you remember the first Apple digital camera that came out? And it was like yes. a set of binoculars, like binoculars. or something. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Wow. See, my, I was, was thinking of like the the cube, the flash cube. Remember the flash cube? Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. My very first digital camera. It took like an a, one of those a like floppy disks in the side oh, of it. Sure. Right. Like, do you guys oh. remember that? Wow. No, yeah. I don't remember that. Wow. Well, I'm gonna be real. I only remember taking pictures on an iPhone. So I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brady the baby. <laughs> so, because Jim, you, here's the truth. Um, I I have been extremely impressed with your photography and and that's one thing being a storm chaser but not a great photographer I always i'm very envious of other people that take great shots because i never do and that's never really my goal is to try and get great i want to get better don't get me wrong right but i i don't take great shots so first off I, i'm just i'm in awe of the stuff you've done but where have you I guess learned that again, has that all been self-taught as well? Uh, kind of a little bit. So I will say this storm chasing has uh, an incredibly steep learning curve. Right. And, and so if you're adding on trying to learn photography on top of how to storm chase on top of how to forecast, right. Um, on top of, you know, getting into like getting to position, right. It's incredibly difficult. So I was, uh, I was pretty lucky in that I learned these things independently. And so when I started storm chasing, I already had an idea of how to take a quote unquote good photo. Um, so so I, I, will, I will say that. Um, and then I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, just kind of self-taught. Was was the photography also self-taught in, in learning that process? And Yep, yep, precisely it was. Hmm. Wow. I'm afraid to ask what else you've you self-taught yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, I've self-taught. I've self-taught programming. I've self-taught. Um, there's something <laughs> else I forgot. <laughs> what, what did you go to school for? Did like Jim? What What was your degree? Uh, my degree is in engineering physics. Okay. Okay. Well, that, I guess that makes that sense. explains so he's it. Not a, he's not a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, our IQs totaled up is like the same yeah. as his. So cool. Okay, good. That's but, where we but are. But Jim, the, I looked at your portfolio, and the one thing that struck me out of all the different pictures you take is the lighting and is perfect. Yeah. Like everything is like lit perfectly. Like is it your I want to just say it's your skill, but is like, do you, are you picking the right film speed? Are you, is it the camera? Are you lighting them up a little bit later? Tell me a secret. <laughs> First off, thank you all for the, the really kind words. I'm, I'm very flattered. Um, They're beautiful. Yeah, they are. Thank you so much. Um, so, so in terms of lighting, um, so part of that is getting the exposure, right? Right. So, um, Storm chasing, the, the pace is really fast, right? Things happen really quickly. Um, you know, you have to, first of all, the positioning is critical. And second of all, these storms are, are just a moving target. They're moving all the time. 
Um, so part of lighting is knowing which settings, um, knowing which settings on the camera, like basically having those settings nailed down, right? If you look at a scene, you can figure out, you know, what's my aperture, what's my shutter speed, what's my ISO, right, from the get-go. Um, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is, um, so so the there's the daytime lighting isn't really that great. It's okay, it works, um, but for really moody shots, there's a not so secret secret in mm -hmm. photography that you want to shoot around sunset. You want to shoot around what's called blue light, which is the hour after sunset. Mm. And so half of lighting, in my opinion, is knowing, okay, well, it's sunset now. It's blue light now. This is go time. Like I have to be on my game. I have to have my camera ready. I have to be ready to take shots during that kind of two hour window to maximize that quality of light. Wow. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to have to tell you, Jim, my philosophy of storm chasing is a lot easier you just look for a storm. It doesn't matter what time of the day wow. is. You're just looking for a freaking storm. <laughs> uh, you know, to, to try and time it, <laughs> it would be obviously, obviously impossible. Well, that's why the shots look the way they do, man. That's why they're so great. <laughs> I know. Right? Yeah. They're, even some of the big supercells with the blue light in them, I mean, it, it almost looks like you, you know, somebody photoshopped it, but I know you didn't. But it's yeah. I, I'm like, how did he get that? Because what can what kind of camera do you use? So I have uh, right now I have two cameras. I have a Nikon D850 and a Nikon D750. Both are full frame uh, DSLRs, and, and that's that's another thing that I wanted to bring up is that um, you know people people there's there's multiple sides to the argument. Oh, does this equipment matter? Right, as much as I, but um, equipment does help with low lighting conditions, uh, especially that period after sunset, right? Um, if you can, if you can photograph things with a higher ISO, um, you can, you can get some really good shots, but the trade-off is if you don't have one of these full DSRs, if you don't have a full frame camera, you get a lot of noise and that kind of, that degrades the quality of the image. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> so what, what I heard from that, Jim, is equipment really matters. It does matter. Your equipment <laughs> really matters. Okay. Yeah. So now that we got that out of the way. So, so um, Jim, I, I got a question. Uh, when, when, you know, when you go out to, you know, out, I guess you're already out West. When you go East to storm chase, what does that usually look like? Are you usually going for like a week at a time or, you know, like what are your trips and how many do you usually make a year? Yes. Yeah, good question. So before 2020, I, 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 I took two week trips um, every year. So it was basically late May, two weeks, take a chasecation and uh, try, try to hope, you know, hope that there are storms in that, in that window. So what I've realized is sometimes the storms don't, don't you know, sometimes the storms aren't there. Right. Um, and the other thing that I've realized is that at, at the end of that two week window, you're really burnt out, or at least I am. I don't know about other people, but um, I, I'm like really tired after at the end of those two weeks. And I, I'm not really good at chasing when I'm like completely dead and tired. Um, so nowadays what I try to do is I try to take, uh, like I try to optimize my, so I, first of all, I have a new base out in Denver and that helps a lot because I don't have to fly from San Francisco back out to the plains every time. But I have a base in Denver and I would, I will take like a few days trips. Like I would take a three or four day chase trip down to if it's in Texas or North Dakota. Um, if there are setups lined up in a row. So that's how I 
kind of execute that nowadays. Yeah, that's smart. Do you usually go alone or you usually go with uh, like a group of people or? And nowadays I usually go alone, especially since 2020 um, with, with this pandemic, right? So yeah, uh, yeah so nowadays I, I chase alone. Um, before 2020, I, I used to chase with a friend from San Francisco, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's How, so, solo, solo chaser. Yeah. Right, what what are what are the pluses and minuses in your eyes to doing it, doing it alone? Yeah, good question. Um, so the pluses, uh, I get to do whatever I want, right? If I bust, I bust alone. That's that's. I preach that to everyone, right? Um, like if I if I chase with someone else, if I bust because of my decision, or if I bust because of someone else's decision, it you know both feel pretty terrible. <laughs> um, so that's that's the main plus. Uh, that, that's them, like a positive negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's the negation. Well, yeah, of the, negative. the highs are really high and the lows are really low because it's your hey, fault, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the negatives are I'm trying to do everything at once, right? I got to drive. I yeah. got to take photos. I got to. It's know, a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Um, especially when so, you have a tornado barreling at you, right? <laughs> especially when you have a tornado barreling at you, right? I, I always have to, whenever there's a tornado in front of me, I'm like, do I take video? Do I take photos? What do I do, right? What do I prioritize? Um, so if, you know, with someone else, you know, you can kind of split those responsibilities. Yeah. Hey, Jim, the one thing I was wondering I didn't see in your portfolio, but since you're in California, have you done a lot of um, photography of the wildfires? Because those are always so like, wow when you see that but that's also very dangerous so have you done any of the fire uh photography yeah a little bit actually so first uh so in 2020 i um i met up with a friend and we actually went uh pretty close to one of the uh lightning fires back in august 2020. um so i've done a little bit of it it it, it gets it's a little more logistically challenging than um than chasing other forms of weather. Um, number one is fire is a lot more dangerous. Like tornadoes, you can always run away from, right? If the fire catches you, you're you're done, right? Um, so it, I, I learned storm chasing by myself, but I would not do the same with chasing a wildfire, right? It, I, that would be fairly irresponsible uh, in my eyes. And, and so I, I would chase with someone um, but they also have media obligations. If you're if you're chasing wildfires, you usually you're usually having some sort of media obligations. Um, because if you don't, and you're just there for for funsies, right? Um, you know, like there's there's you could be potentially interfering with wildfire wildfire firefighting too. Firefighting crews, you could be uh, interfering with uh, emergency services. Um, so, so that gets, that gets pretty complex. Like I would love to chase more wildfires, but it's just, it's challenging. It's a different level of difficulty. Yeah. Cause it's not like there's a radar you can look at and say, Oh, where's the fire at now? You know, exactly. like, yep, yep. yeah, you're just kind of guessing and then you don't want to end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, exactly. well, Jim, how was, how was 2021 for you from a chasing perspective? You know, did you see a lot of good storms, get a lot of good photo, uh, you know, photographs or, or how was it for you? Yeah, 2021 was my best year. So just some background, right? I've had a traditionally, traditionally um, poor luck with timing my chasing periods. So in 2017, I went out for two weeks. There were no storms. In 2018, <laughs> in 2018, I went out for two weeks. Um, there were like a couple of setups, but again, mostly no storms. Um, in 2019, I finally timed it well, but it was a year with a lot of smoke, a lot of flooding, a lot of logistical challenges. 
And then 2020, we all know what happened that year. Um, so this year was definitely my best year from a chasing perspective. I, I was able to catch um, a bunch of tornado days um, from Texas to North Dakota. Um, so I was, I was very fortunate this year. What was your most memorable chase out of 2021? Ooh, I have so many really good memorable chases. I would say it's a tie between mid-May and early June. So mid-May, that was the Earth Texas event. Um, that was that was maybe my best forecast I've ever made. Um, I think I targeted Lubbock that day from the get-go. So that was very memorable because that gave me the confidence to you know, to have confidence in my own forecast. That gave me, you know, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> well, yeah, after um, a year and a half off, you got to get your mojo back, you know, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then June twenty, and then June, um, I went up. I went on a trip to Montana, but on the way, I accidentally found a tornado um, right outside my backyard in Denver. And that was just that absolutely sucks. incredible. <laughs> I know, right? Terrible. But you're, and you're talking to some guys who never seen a tornado. That's not fair, man. That is not fair. That, that's bull. I know, right? Uh, but I was, yeah, I was, I was really lucky there. And then um, June 10th, I think, I had one of my best chases ever. We had there was a tornado underneath this massive sculpted supercell. It's just an incredible uh, structure tornado combination that I had never seen before. Um, so that was just memorable. My best so chase ever. Tell Jim, tell me about your Lubbock day then. In, in your forecasting, what? How did you start the day? What are you using? What did you you know? How did you pick your target? Um, kind of what are the tools and and walk us through that for yourself. So uh, I started the morning in Lamar, Colorado, um, and I knew I had to drive south. Um, there were a few targets on that day. There was a, a panhandle target around Amarillo, and then there was a target further south uh, near Lubbock. And one thing I noticed is that uh, if, you, if we looked at the 500 millibar winds, um, the 500 millibar flow up near Amarillo was a lot weaker. It was around 20 knots, which is pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And down near Midland, it was a little bit better around 35 knots. Um, so I knew that, first of all, whatever target I made, I would be uh, biased south. I do not, I did not want to stay near Amarillo. And then the other thing I noticed that morning was that there were 65 dew points all the way west to New Mexico, which is really good. Um, so the moisture quality was, was really, really good. Um, and my philosophy is if you get a supercell and you can get and you have good moisture, that usually does good things, regardless, almost regardless of anything else. That's that's my philosophy. Um, so I knew that, you know, if we could get a really good isolated supercell in that quality moisture, you know, there'd be a chance of magic. And so um, I, I drove all the way down to, to is it Plainview or Plainfield? It's like the town north of Lubbock on I-27. So I stopped there. Um, Right up with a few friends, and there were there were kind of and at that point, you know, there's there were storms around Amarillo, but as predicted, they were uh, fairly messy. They were it was a sign of weak shear. Um, so I, I had choice to decide between what looked like some towers developing to the west, but also the uh, the her model was developing thunderstorms a little further south towards La Mesa, um, and so. I kind of just stayed there and didn't do anything because I wasn't sure like where to go south or go west. And in the end, uh, I was almost about to bail south because I felt like, oh, you know, if, if 
if I choose these towers to the west and the stuff near La Mesa blows up and does really good things, then I'm going to look like a, look a clown. Um, but I, I, I kind of just stuck to my guns and, um, and I, and you know, and then I went west and the, the rest is history. You sound like a meteorologist almost. <laughs> <laughs> So, so on that note, uh, we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take our first break, uh, but we're gonna go out to little village people, Jim, singing uh, singing one of our favorites, "Go West." All right. Uh, <laughs> Never you heard sing along. <laughs> All right. So yes, yeah, so we're gonna take our first break. Uh, we'll be right back with Jim uh, right after this. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We got Jim Tang in the studio. And, and so, Jim, we were talking a little bit on break uh, with, with some of our Patreon members during the Raw recording uh, about kind of what else do you use. You talked a little bit about the fact that you've kind of gotten rid of your camcorder, your GoPro, and everything else and you're pretty much DSLR and, and iPhone uh, user but I want to know kind of what's your next I mean what are you trying to get better at or what have you been experimenting with uh, photography wise right yep. um, y- you know what are you working towards what's next on your I want to tackle list yeah so uh, I do want to eventually find a way to uh, do more time lapse, do more video stuff. So today I'm I'm almost 100% focused on getting good photos. But um, I know that uh, time lapses and videos they're 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 the cash cows, right? They're the stuff that actually makes money. So um, I do want to do more of that. Um, but fun fact, I I actually got a camcorder just for the 2020 season, and 2020 was was terrible, right? Um, so. I think me trying to do video is like bad luck. It's cursed. So uh, <laughs> really? maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'd be that'd be my next goal. Well, hey, realistically, time lapse is not video, right? It's just a bunch of single shots, just all melted together. All together, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so you're probably good with that. Okay. And and you have you done some time lapse? Then is that something you have done? What have you found to work and not work? I've done a little bit, but honestly, it's it, I have not really done much. Like I haven't really published anything, uh, any time lapses at all. They're they're a pain to edit, <laughs> so I never got around <laughs> to editing my time lapses. Uh, so that is something that I want to work towards though, in the future. Yeah. So Jim, if I like, you know, I a lot of us are not big photographer. We don't know a lot about photography. So if we want to go chasing next season, hint hint group, what's <laughs> I mean, we talked about this mirrorless camera and your Nikons. Like, what's a good camera that's pretty decent for us to start with? So, 
one is the best camera is the camera you have on you. Um, I, you'll, you'll hear that from a lot of people. And that's 100% true. Thanks. Yoda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So wise. So there's deep. Our, there's uh, our title. Um, no, but, but seriously, like uh, any camera will do. I, if you're, if you're just starting out with photography and chasing, I, I would get, uh, maybe like a lower end DSLR, um, just so you can get used to playing around with the DSLR, seeing what's capabilities are. And then if you really like it and you really enjoy chasing and you really enjoy taking photos, then you know, over time you can get better and better equipment. Um, but that, you know, so a lot of people, they get DSRs and then it's, it's a steep learning curve, right? To, mm. to photograph the DSR, to photograph in certain, uh, in the manual mode and to play around through the exposure triangle. It's a steep learning curve. So, um, so I think to start, I would focus on, well, let's get something kind of lower end, something simple and then work our way mm -hmm. down. And when you say Jim, when you say lower end, do you mean like in the you know couple hundred dollar price range, or like what you know if I would go out and look on the internet, like what what would I say would be kind of a lower end DSLR? Yeah, so it'd be something like a man. I don't even know what the the Nikon version is, but they had a D thirty three hundred model, which was geared okay. towards beginner photographers. Okay. So um, yeah, that'd be where I, where it starts, and I think they go like around five hundred or even less. So they're so they're fairly affordable. I'll put See, it on I the got, Christmas list. Yeah. I got my camera a long time ago, like a long time ago. I have a Nikon D80 and it's been sitting in a drawer somewhere for a very long period of time. And I want to get back out. I want to photograph some more things. Do I just like chuck that in a river somewhere and start over? <laughs> is, is it black and white? Oh, like, like does it take color photos? Does it have wow. film in it? It still takes the big floppy disk in the side, Phil. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, really. Do I like, is that, you know, can I, can I do that? Or is the technology changed so much that it's like, now it's worth, worth the upgrade. No, that's, that's, I, I would, I would take it out and, and try using it. And if it works, you can, you can totally use it. Um, the technology for cameras hasn't really changed that much except for the mirrorless revolution, but. It, the DSLRs all work the same, right? There's like three different inputs that go into how bright or dark your photo is. Uh, you know, shutter speed, aperture, ISO. That is the that has been the truth since the beginning of time, and will be the truth till the end of time, right? So there's three <laughs> settings. Um, there's like a sensor, right, that captures the light. So the principles are the same. It's just uh, the mirrorless gets a few steps, but generally camera technology doesn't change that much. Okay. And and the colorizing technology too, Serena is just it's <laughs> oh, it's no. amazing nowadays. It is, it is. Oh, what you can no. do to black and white photos. <laughs> so so Jim, I, I just a kind of a, a final question as we wrap things up, but. I, I'm I'm always curious because I have you know I've I've followed you on social media, and obviously you're you're really good about just being honest with your chases and when you do hit a bust and how you feel because um, it, it it can bring you down. I mean you you work hard and yeah, you don't absolutely. sleep much and you know you're driving miles and miles and hours and hours for something that you hope you can catch for minutes. Um, so mentally, you know, what, what do you do? Cause I think it can help a lot of people too, but what do you do mentally when you do go through bus and you go through hard chases and hard years yep. mentally? What are you, what are you doing to help yourself kind of overcome and pick up and get back out there? What, what, what things help you? Yeah. Um, I tweet about it. Um, no, but seriously, uh, <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's tough. It's like, like online therapy. Sorry. It's like online therapy if you tweet about it. it. Almost is. I feel like getting thoughts out into the open um, helps, right? Just acknowledging the fact that oh, you. Um, <laughs> that, that helps. Uh, that helps a lot. Um, I don't know. Like recent, like this past year, what I what I realized is that if, like, they're, 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 for me personally, I don't know for other people, but for me personally, I'll, I'll start to feel it. If, if I'm like, if I, if there's a, if I, if I, if I start making some terrible decisions, um, like I, in my mind, I feel I kind of I kind of feel in my mind and my heart that okay, you know what? Maybe I should take a break. Um, and so, and so for me getting even like a couple of days off from chasing that, that helps. Um, like I know in 2019, um, that was, was late May was just super active. There were about 11 days straight of at least enhanced risk type setups in the planes. And I chased every one of those. And by the end of it, I had like five straight days of busts. I was running on fumes and we actually got a few good setups on those last few days that produced some really good stuff, but I was just out of my game, completely off. And I just, I told, and I knew that if those previous five days that didn't really do much, if I had just taken a couple of days off, it might've helped me with my mental health, um, mental health uh, might've helped me recharge it a little bit. And then maybe those last three days I could have actually done better and made some better decisions. So. Um, I think being in tune with yourself and knowing, okay, you know what? I actually feel tired. I, I don't feel great. You know, it, sometimes it's good to take a break. So, so Brady, there you go. Your, your 25 plus years of breaks from storm chasing should have your <laughs> mental health. I'm, 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 I'm charged right. and ready to go. Let's do it. Right. It should be right and ready to go. So, Hey, that's the sound. It is time for our lightning round. Uh, so Jim, this is our game show of flashy and, Brilliant uh, tongue-in-cheek, as I say that, questions that we always play with our guests, and we always invite everybody else to play along with us as well. Um, this, it, you know, we, we always include the freaks in this. always makes it fun. So we're going to play a little game tonight. I don't have a name for this. I didn't have time to come up with a clever name. But I understand, Jim, you, you are potentially a fan of, of rap music. Is that accurate, or is that a bunch of bullshit? That is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> the reason is because so my so my Chinese name starts with a Z, um, and so so my 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 kind of Americanized name that I go by starts with a J. So I always joke around that I'm, I'm Jay Z. Okay, so you know, so so you ought to be really good at this game. So here's here's what we're gonna do. Um, so I'm gonna start. So I, I, this is basically we're gonna complete the rap lyrics. So I've got some oh. rap songs, and and there's a word missing. Out of out of the lyric, uh, or the verse, or or whatever, and you just you just have to fill in the blank with the with the correct uh, word. And so I'm Jim. I'm going to start with you, and I'm not going to give any hints for the, you know at first. You just try and complete it. If you can't complete it, then I'm going to go to the freaks, and I'm going to give them a multiple choice response to figure it out, right? And then I'll start the freaks on the next one to see if they can complete it without the multiple multiple choice, and if they if they can't, then I'm going to go to you. Okay, so we're going to call it like complete the rap lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. So, 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 like it. I like it. I'm going to warn you in advance. I have zero knowledge 
of anything pop culture related. Oh, but buddy, this, you're going to totally nail this. I'm telling you right okay, now. Okay. These, right. These are easy. Give me my news for you. I don't either. So you're, yeah. you're going to be fine. And and here's 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 news for you too. Just wait till you hear me read these rap lyrics, and, right. and you'll, this, this is the entertainment <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in and of itself. All right, there so here go. we go, Jim. We're going to start with you. Uh, the Eminem uh, is the rapper. The song is "Lose Yourself." Okay, so here's here's the chorus. You better blank yourself in the music. The moment you own it, you better never let it go. So you better blank yourself in the music. Okay, I'm going to say it's not going to be lose. It has to be gain. Gain? Darn. That is that is incorrect. So I'm going to go to the freaks, and I'm going to give you multiple choice. All right? So uh, I'll say the lyric again. You better blank yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. So the word is either lose, brace, shoot, or prove. Lose. It's lose. lose. The song is called Lose Yourself. It's lose. That is correct. It is lose. All right, freaks. Freaks get one on that one. All right, freaks. I'm starting with you on this. No multiple choice for you. Uh-uh. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Uh, song is Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> when the pimp's in the crib, Ma, <laughs> drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the blank try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Uh, so How when the blank try to get to you, cops. I think it's something Police, else. But cops, I don't say something. It. <laughs> Not cops. All right, Jim. So multiple choice to you. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the blank try to get at you, park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. It's either boys. Pigs oh. or hoes? Oh man! When the blank a. try to get at you, I knew. When the I'm gonna guess A. Boys. Yes. That is incorrect. Nobody gets the point. It's pigs. It's so whoever oh, said cops was okay. close, but it's pigs. When the pigs try to get to you. All right, uh, Jim. Yes. Here's f- Fifty Cent. Okay. The song is P I M P. I don't know what you heard about me, but a can't get a dollar out of me. No blank, no perms. You can't see that I'm a mother P-I-M-P. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. Write these facts. Uh, wow. So no blank, no perms. You can't see. What's what's the blank? Okay, uh, can, can, get from, can go from the top again. All right. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm helping you, but I don't know what you heard about me. But a can't get a dollar out of me. MJ's right down every single time. <laughs> He's got to put a beep in this thing. Oh, uh, so I don't know what you heard about me, but a can't get a dollar out of me. No blank, no perms. You can't see that I'm a mother P-I-M-P. Uh, Ooh. Incorrect. All right, freaks. Uh, no blank, no perms. You can't see. It's either rims, afro, peace, or Cadillac. I might be cheating, but I'm looking at the chat, and Curtis is saying Cadillac, so I think it's Cadillacs. 
Is it Cadillacs or Cataracts? Oh, he's it's, a Cadillac. It's it's Cadillac. <laughs> so we'll we'll give we'll give it to the you're cheating, but we'll we'll give it to Curtis. Right, thanks, so Curtis, Curtis I'll turn my chat off. I'll turn my chat off. Freaks, freaks don't get that. Our Patreon folks get the point there. All right. <laughs> They're gonna beat us. <laughs> so here we go. So freaks run you, Dr. Dre. Song is next episode. I'm on one. I might bail up in the Century Club with my jeans on and my team strong. Get my blank on and my smoke on, then go home with something to poke on. <laughs> so, Phil, so, Phil, I need you to repeat that, but I need you to repeat it in like Dr. Dre's voice. And try uh, get, uh, get my, so it's get my blank on and my smoke on. What's what's in the blank? I'm gonna say Drink freak or something. Oh, freak I like on? freak. That's a good I one. Like freak. Freak. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Incorrect. Yeah. All right, Jim. So it's it's uh, get my blank on and my smoke on. It's either pimp, drink, ride, or weed. I mean, yes, drink. That oh, is correct. Oh, wow! Jim's Jim on the board. Yes. All right, we've got a couple more here. So now we're starting with you, Jim. This is ludicrous. Stand oh, up. Wow. <laughs> we. we <laughs> that's what it says. I want to hear Phil actually rap it. That's what it says. Uh, Blow. We ain't got nothing to worry about. Whoop. (laughs) Let security carry them out. Watch out for the medallion. My. Oh, God. You would be a great rapper. I'm just going to say that right now. You would kill it. Here okay. we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, watch out. Watch out for the medallion. My diamonds are reckless. It feels like a blank is hanging from my necklace. <laughs> oh, no. So I, I'll try and do that without laughing this time, Jim. <laughs> Blow, we ain't got nothing to worry about. Whoop, let security carry them out. Watch out for the medallion. My diamonds are reckless. It feels like a blank is hanging from my necklace. Any idea? Uh, I'm going to guess Ho. That's a good guess. No, but a good guess. No, good guess. guess. All right. So, Freaks, here it's uh, so it feels like a blank is hanging from my necklace. It's either <laughs> midget <laughs> or rock. <laughs> what? Can we go with rock? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think rock, Serena. I like that. That's oh. incorrect. Yeah, it feels like a midget is hanging from my uh, necklace. Oh. That one was so almost so right there. Anyway. I didn't almost take it. <laughs> I was like, that's the fake one. Yeah. What? All right, Freaks, last one. I'll start with oh. you. J- Jay-Z, Jim, this is Jay-Z. Here we go, you boy. All right, let's uh, do it. Fr- From the song, What More Can I Say? So here we go, Freaks. There's never been a blank this good for this long, this hood or this pop. This hot or this strong with so many different flows. This one's for the song. The next one I switch up, this one will get bit up. So there's never been a blank this good for this long. What a poet, man. I mean, gosh, that's... There's never been a... <laughs> just unreal. Song? <laughs> Incorrect. All right, Jim. I like the guest, Dina. Multiple choice. You get this and you win, by the way. Oh, man. Um, so there's never been a blank this good for this long. It's either rapper, boy... Or hood. Oh my God. 
There's never been a blank this good for this long, this hood or this pop or whatever, the rest of it. What do you think? Did he freeze? <laughs> you still there, Jim? Oh. Oh, yeah. You it's you. Yeah, it's you. All right. What was your – we missed it. What was it? What's your choice? Oh, uh, are you asking for, for my answer here? Or? Yeah, of those four. <laughs> yeah, I think Curtis got CD it. Or, I'm, I'm going to guess Hood. You're going to say Hood? I think Curtis it's, got it. I think, I think the Patreon's going to win. It's, it's been uh, – there's never been a of this good for this long. Curtis got it. Patreon won. Curtis won. Yeah, Curtis won. Did he get it? He oh. did. He said, I'm not, I'm not typing, typing it. it. So that's, that's it. Also, can we use little person, guys? It's 2021. Like, let's yeah, get I don't with know. the program. Not, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? A, hey, they're just songs, man. Just I'm just, I'm just saying the lyrics. Anyway. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying the lyrics. All right. So, uh, Jim, uh, great job anyway, playing <laughs> For, you got one and, and you'd say you don't even know rap so you got that one that was good so tell us uh how can our listeners uh follow you on social media and, and where can they find your work yeah they can follow me on twitter um i am wx man with two n's at the end um or they can follow me on instagram uh my handle is storm chaser tang and i just changed that recently so look for me on there oh nice all right you're changing your brand. You're not supposed to do I that, am. though. You realize that, right? <laughs> All right. So go. I'll tell you what. Hey, everyone knows giving season is upon us right now. And at helicity.co slash SFF, uh, they've got a huge selection of weather and hurricane-themed T-shirts and merchandise, including uh, our exclusive Stormfront Freaks shirts, beverage containers, and stickers that uh, your weather someone uh, will want or you might even want to put on your list. So just go to the exclusive site, helicity.co slash SFF, and you're also going to earn 5% off uh, your entire order, uh, no matter what you put in your cart. And uh, while you're there, click on the Brands tab to find all your Stormfront Freaks favorites. Again, that's at helicity.co slash sff hey it's time for a final break but it's not the end uh you're going to need to help us determine what happens next with brady and also find out what's coming up on our next episode so stay tuned and uh we'll see you shortly Hey, I'm Tom Nizzle, winter weather expert at the Weather Channel, and you're listening to Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. Woo! Welcome back to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Phil, great song, man. I love it. I don't know this song, but it's got a good beat. Welcome back uh, to show 144. What time is it on the Stormfront Freaks Podcast? It is time for Brady's What Happens Next. For those of you that don't know this segment, I'm going out on the internet or the dark web, as Phil likes to call it. I'm looking for videos, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the first couple seconds of the video, and then I'm going to pause it, and I'm going to ask the freaks what happens next. Now, for those of you that are on our audio podcast, these videos and recordings and the links to them will all be in our show notes under show 144. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen, and let's get started with Brady's What Happens Next. I'm going to start here, and and this is on you know the the 
the end of hurricane season. I'm, so I'm going to start with the hurricane without ruining anything else. I'm going to go ahead and let the video play for a little bit. You can see someone's driving in this. It looks, looks like a fairly bad hurricane. You know, the winds are gusting. I'm going to go ahead and pause it right here. What do you guys think happens next? Hmm. Power line explodes or? Uh, something falls over. Something blows across the road. <laughs> Is this the one where the shark went flying off of the sign? <laughs> you know, yeah, I think really. there might be oh, videos yeah. of that, but, you know, I, I guess we'll have to see if there's a shark. I'm hoping there's a shark. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and play it. All right, so the winds were... Okay. You can see the house. Oh, oh there man. It goes. Just oh, yeah. the roof comes off of there. It is a house, and, you know, the winds look pretty bad. I mean, that house actually looked kind of already knocked over a little bit, but... You know, that's just a reminder as hurricane season winds down, man, hurricanes are powerful stuff. All right, on to the next one here. And I picked this one uh, because fall is upon us. So, you know, those of us in the Midwest and the East are dealing with a lot of, you know, strong, low pressure systems. So, you know, gusty winds and stuff. It's a pretty clear time of year. Can't really say the same for Jim. You out on the West Coast, you probably are getting some rainstorms, maybe not a lot of wind. So I'm going to go ahead and, and start this video. It looks like a pretty sunny day. And there's a, you know, I think about a 10-year-old girl. She's running up to her door. She looks like she's pretty excited. And I'm going to go ahead and pause it right there. You can see the wind starting to gust. What do you guys think happens next? Uh, the, um, she grabs the door and the door flies like, open. kind of picks her up. Ooh, there you go. Well, well, Dina, I think, I think you've seen this before in the digital space because <laughs> that is exactly when she grabbed the door. And the door oh, oh, there she goes. Oh, my God. Oh, whoa. All the way around. There's a 180. Wow. Like the Good door completely her. opens with her holding onto the handle. Wow. Wow. Oh, and her mom's oh just gosh. like in the door. And I, I see her mom just as soon as she, she starts to. I think she, ends up out, in she the didn't. Garage. Yeah, exactly. She had a, she was holding a phone too, and somehow held onto the door and the phone at the same time. So good for her, right? Good for uh, her. Moms are She's awesome. Right. Yeah, there you go. All right, th this final video here, it, you know, this is a just kind of a reminder here that severe weather season, you know, the second half really of severe weather season comes in the fall. So you know, October, November, you can still have tornadoes, you can still have strong winds, you can still have hail. So that's you know, this, this video is kind of a reminder of that. So I'll go ahead and start it out. It looks like, okay, the camera's starting to zoom in. The winds are pretty strong. It looks like dust is going everywhere. What do you guys think happens next? Uh, like, it looks like maybe that's a con like a big event. Could be a concert. And and I would say like a rock star goes flying by with holding <laughs> on to his microphone. <laughs> Does a car go wow. flying? Any other guesses? Cars? Debris. Like, I'm betting on debris. Lightning yeah, I mean, I, th I, I think you guys can can guess pretty well. I mean, the camera's zooming in on the cars and, you know, wind starts to pick up here and you can see, you know, a, a tornado start to just, I mean, it's starting to throw some cars. You see, oh, there it throws a car. Oh, 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 yeah. oh man. So wow. I'm going to rewind it here because it looks like it missed most of the cars. It was like, it to be this, you, know, it, you can see towards the beginning it tossed some and then it was to be this car right here. And, this car, all the other cars are going to find oh, this car. Like, you oh. are so Brady, you must be stealing some. Uh, I think go. Curtis commented, You're stealing your neighbor's internet because every time you play the video, your audio just like gets lost. Oh no, uh, you personally. So, uh, you, it seems fine when you're not when you're not playing the video, but but that was that was cool, man. <laughs> so yeah, go to the show cool. notes yeah. and check them out. Yeah, 
There you go. Yeah. I want to know which exactly. high school kid, you know, is the one that actually got their car thrown because. Uh, yeah, right. You're like, why <laughs> was my car thrown and not yours? I want to know how that, that school yeah. district video even like followed the tornado. <laughs> yeah, like really someone, someone, because it, it looks like it should be a stationary camera of the parking lot, but then it followed the tornado. That was kind of strange. It, it probably has some ability yep. afterwards to do that. Yep. Well, check out the links in the show notes, All guys. Right. Now it's time for weather pools. <laughs> All right, this is the time of the show we call hashtag weather pools, and it's the part of the show where. You know, everybody's got a phone now with a good camera, and we are taking videos of you doing stupid stuff in the weather. And um, we have a couple good weather fools tonight, so we're going to let ladies first. Serena, you have a good weather fool, right? I do, I do. So Trooper Bob underscore SC posted this video about um, Go Bus Go, <laughs> and if you click on it, it is a bus driving through massive floodwaters. Oh, and I don't know what that big bump was, but we've talked about it. It was a kid, a body. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've turned talked about turnaround, don't drown. And the, uh, the comments yeah. ripped Trooper Bob apart for this uh-huh. saying, you know, hey, whatever happened to turnaround, don't drown. Um, so he said, go bus, go. I said, no bus, no. Please don't drive through deep floodwaters, especially if you're a school bus full of children. Yeah, why the he- why is he encouraging that? He's like rooting for the bus. Go bus, go. Yeah, I think he's maybe more my weather fool than the actual bus driver. <laughs> yeah, you got a duel. So. That's no like a bus, duel. No. Two for one. Yeah. <laughs> you got a twofer on that one. Oh man. And Phil, you you got a good weather fool. You always have a good weather fool. All right. So I you know, it's it's been hard. I won't lie to you guys. I've been having such a hard time finding weather fools. Um, there just hasn't been a whole lot of you know, in the last month or so, we just haven't had a lot of tropical stuff. There hasn't been a ton of severe weather, not a lot of flood. I mean, there just really hasn't been a lot. But sounds like a listener challenge. So yeah, yeah oh, it no. is. So I, I, <laughs> oh, no. I had to dig deep uh, for this because obviously it's starting to snow, and um, so this is a video of uh, taking taken from two different snow plows. That you know how sometimes snow plows will go down the highway staggered. Right, yeah. one's out in the lead yep. and one's behind it, plowing the you know the snow that the one in front kind of dished out. And so this is a video taken from both of those plows, showing what you should not do when you are driving behind two plows like that. But Uh-oh. it shows you see that vehicle oh, coming up along the left. Oh, oh boy! Right, and then and then they show, and he's going to cut right across in front of the <gasps> second oh, one. Lord. What a dumb Next to the to the lead one, he basically split them. Uh, driving super fast because he's probably got a pickup. I got four by four. I can do this. And uh, yeah, so just people, you know, when you're around snow plows, um, it is best Don't to just travel. So stay away. Yeah, stay behind from a distance. Yeah. They're they're not they're not going to be going as far as you're going. Trust me, they're going to pull off at some point. So yeah, I wonder stupid. if. It's too bad the video didn't go on farther when you see the guy spun out a- ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah once ahead, the snow right. plows to help him. Yeah. yeah. All right, I've got a, a, a cute one, but it's pretty quick. So this guy's out. He's, I don't know if he's in his backyard, but he's got one of those, you know, lightweight canopies yeah. in the backyard. And it was probably from a party because I bet you he had a few beers in him. And the wind starts <laughs> blowing, so he thinks he's going to grab it. 
and oh, the wind picks it up, good. flips him right over, Ooh, and whoa, like, pretty much whoa, like somersaults and away him into he the went. next yard. Yeah, watch this again because he tries he goes to right grab over him. the fence. He is yeah, gone. It, it gone. tossed him like it. It was incredible. <laughs> That's it, good. I just love it, and it's quick, but it was so funny. I'm like, he tried, but he no, failed. That, so that didn't just drop him over the fence. It flew oh, him it away. Yeah. Him. And like he did almost like a somersault in the air with that thing. It was it was funny. You got to watch that one. But if you wow. want to watch any of these, you can check out the links on episode 144 of the Stormfront Freaks show notes. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Doug, dug through the box and found a couple. Had to take one of them from a little while ago because we haven't had an opportunity to do the freak fan box lately. So uh, this is from uh, Morgan, Morgo underscore 82. Uh, this was in reference to one of our women in chasing episodes with Jessica Moore and Jenny Hagen. And Morgan says, just gave it a listen. Great job to both of you. Really enjoyed the show. So thanks, Morgan. That's nice. Thank yep, you for checking in on that. And then Ashley Morris at Miss Ashes 92 uh, sent uh, sent a picture that uh, of the back of uh, her laptop and had uh, just added some new stickers to the laptop. And one of them, Stormfront Freaks, I Break for Storms. Look nice. at that. I, I've got that one too. And it's, you get a, you get a, every now and then you get a honk, you know, every now and then. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you, Ashley, for doing that. And uh, thanks yeah. everybody for checking in. Please continue to do so. Very good. Well, hey, I think that just about does it, uh, everyone, for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in uh, or watching. Before I get to our next guest, uh, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe or follow the Stormfront Freaks Network so you get notified and you receive the latest episode of our show delivered right to your podcast player the moment that it gets released. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you can also visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. You can check out all the ways we can do more with you and how you can also help support the show, whether it's the uh, live access to view and chat during our raw video recordings uh, like we've had tonight, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, exclusive merch. Uh, you can even join us and our guests in the green room. Uh, all you got to do is visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks to uh, join the team. And also always a special thank you to those supporting the show. Uh, Jim, special thanks to you tonight for coming on. We had a great time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Happy thanks Veterans you. Day, too, to everyone as well. Yeah. So anyway, so it's it's a long time coming. Glad we got you on the show, Jim. Uh, it, was, it was fun to finally get a chance to meet you. Um, and freaks, I'm going to go around the horn here a little bit as well, and and let people know how they can follow you and or find your content. So MJ, I'll start with you. Uh, where can people follow you? Just check out at Mark Stormpod on Twitter. Okay, uh, Serena. Everything is WX Serena with a CY. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Cool. Dina, how about you? I'm mostly on Twitter at LadyPilot70. Okay. How about you, Brady? Uh, at BradyHarrisWX. I also have a few burners, so you see me around every now and then. <laughs> okay. Can I, can, I, can I tag you on things now on Twitter or yeah, you yeah, have, I, have that after blocked? You, yeah, after you told me that, I went ahead and enabled it. I think you did, too. Very good. All right. Cool. Well, you can find me on Twitter at PhilStormPod uh, and right here at StormfrontFreak. Uh, our next episode, so everybody, we're actually going to be back in one week. 
instead of bi-weekly, we're going to be back next week recording Raw for our Patreon members on Thursday, November 18th. And we're going to be with meteorologist and Midland radio rep Bruce Jones is going to be back on the show. Uh, we're going to get to talk a little bit uh, of the history of the weather radio and also highlight some of the great Midland weather and radio products for uh, this upcoming holiday season. So the audio podcast is going to be up in two weeks. So we'll actually post the audio podcast after Thanksgiving um, uh, for the holiday shopping season. So that'll uh, set you up so you can kind of check out all the great Midland products that they've got. So for MJ and Brady, Serena, Dina, Jim, uh, Dan, and uh, I think Angela, yep, Angela is still there as well. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear, and we will catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Good night. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.